Hello. Hello. Hey, we in this piece, huh? Yes, we are, ma'am. Listen, all right, so let me do my official intro here. It is now time for another special episode of Ask a Black Woman. Uh, you have your girl, Shanira, the mouthpiece, your creator, and host here. And you know you are now in a sacred space where you can ask a black woman anything, but you better be ready for the answer. You are now entering my living room, my kitchen, my hair salon, my backyard even. And now, and now, I get to do my first uh, multi-person cast so normally it's one-on-ones but i have the privilege to have my guest this evening the ladies of sitting pretty podcast what up peoples what's up Man, I'm good. I'm, I'm I'm laid back here. It was um a day, a productive day in some kind of ways. Um, it didn't go as planned, um, but it was blessed nonetheless. How about y'all? Since y'all then came across the border, um, over here into California, hey, how was y'all? It was nice, girl. We was at the beach all day. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. They was threatening with the with the clouds, and then we had a late sun peeping coming on through. Somewhere y'all got y'all some of that there. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So for the listeners who might not know who the Sitting Pretty Podcast be, can y'all just spell off one by one and introduce yourselves? Yes, we can. We're gonna go around the table. This is T to the E. It's Kimmy. Hey. hey, 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 thank you. And so um, I really want to go into y'all, give y'all some platform here about Sitting Pretty um, Podcast um, before we go into some, some topics so we can have some chatter. You feel me? Uh, tell everybody um, how Sitting Pretty uh, Podcast came about. Who wants to go? Okay, so first off, this is Nikayal go off and everybody else can just add their two cents in. So basically, Sin Free Podcast came about from T to the E's son, our relative, my cousin, our um, nephew. He actually has a podcast of his own called Quads on Radio. And so he was dibbling and dabbling in the podcast. And he was like, you know what? You guys always are on the phone talking and things like that. Why don't you guys actually start your own podcast? And, you know, people want to hear what you have to say. So from there on out, we did like one take it was cool, but we waited <laughs> a second. Hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. We waited a second while oh, it was hectic. And then we went back and they were like, Oh, I think we should actually get into this and keep it rolling. And ever since then, it's it's been on the roll. We haven't stopped since then. Exactly. Man, so it's just y'all just y'all just tried it. Y'all was already yeah. doing it, but y'all didn't have what doing it on the podcast is what came naturally, huh? Exactly. So how far does that it go back? Because you know what I just realized? I think episode last night we did was 37. And mm-hmm. this is going to make my 31. So I know in terms of numbers of ep- episodes, but in time, how far does your, how far do you guys go back? We're about, we're August. approaching a year yeah. in August. Wow. That's big. That's big ups. Mm-hmm. Man, I guess y'all you know, want to jump, jump all the way ahead, but I can only imagine y'all going to have to do something special. For the number oh, yeah, one. We, yeah. we got something up our sleeve. The C to the E. So we're looking into something, maybe like a live um, podcast, maybe like at a little small like jazz bar, like hookah bar, kind of invite some of our family members out, you know, close supporters and and just have a good time with it. 
Yeah, I could totally see y'all getting all jazz on and getting y'all lady thing in action because y'all, yeah, I just if y'all listen, my listeners, if you hear me just really, really, you can hear the smile in my voice. It's because like um, last night um, I was a guest on their podcast and the vibe was just so fantastic with them. Like I was leaving like after two o'clock in the morning. I got there like what, <laughs> nine, I think it was. Like they yeah, fam, they like, fam. Like I just really, really felt at home with them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just feel it. I can feel it. So whatever I can do on the on my side over here, that's about women. You know, I just kind of throw it in the people's ear. You know, yeah. Support. That's what we gonna be doing over here. So um, I do want to um, as much as you guys are comfortable with sharing, though. Um, so it started off kind of like sound like on a whim because uh, you know, you guys, you guys were already doing it. But what's your vision? Like, if you or you guys right now, where you want to go with it? Um, okay, because when we started out, we really didn't have a vision, but I think now it's becoming a little bit more clear just to create a platform. Right now, we started locally, you know, just for local people that don't have that outlet to get their businesses out there, their music out there if they're a writer or, you know, any type of talents that they have, just to give them that platform, you know, to so that they can take it to the next level. That's what I'm talking about. Really having a heart for the people um, and being connected with it and stuff. You never know who the next is that's on your show. Exactly. I have no idea. And we have also provided a platform where people are now networking with one another and then they're building from that as well. So we're kind of seeing it already happening. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I'm really just, you know, um, I, we all shared the whole, um, uh, what's the word, admiration, I should say, for Gary V. You know, oh yeah, you definitely. Know? I and it. I had read one, one of his books. He was really emphasizing the power of uh, networking at your level and that kind of thing, and really using social media to make these kinds of connections. And Correct. the connection that we had was totally off of Instagram. Like, Exactly. Like, exactly. I hope y'all really, really buy like buying into this. This is this is the bomb. This is where the the magic happens. So, mm-hmm. I want to really go into it. You know, tomorrow in a few hours, it'll uh, technically be Mother's Day. So I want to open yeah. up on 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 that. And so let's tell who are the moms, the moms of Sitting Pretty. Okay. Uh, okay. The youngest mom we have is Queen P. Yes, I have two little knucklehead boys. (laughs) She has two little boys. And then um, Kimmy. Kimmy is the mother of Navarra and Kay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then myself, I have um, three boys and one girl being Queen B. And then she has a twin brother. And then I have a middle son. And then I also have a younger son. And then I also have four grandbabies. So I didn't know you was a grandma. Girl, girl. Get out! I said four. Uh, actually, you know what? I got five grandbabies. Yes, girl. Get Don't out. tell nobody though. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. But so, man, with with that, I do have some some. Uh, this is a highlight for the mothers specifically. Y'all can take you know whoever wants to go first, and y'all just keep going. Um, and one word, if you can use just one word, maybe it's the word of the moment. But um, mm-hmm. what uh, what does motherhood mean to you? protection for me. This is Teeth City. Okay. Uh, this is Queen B. For me, motherhood is love. 
Um, Kimmy, for me, motherhood would be making sacrifices. That's good. That's good. Good sacrifices. Good. No, sometimes you gotta it's make hard. a sacrifice. Yeah, make hard. It's hard for the great, but it's for something for a good later. Great yeah. good later. So. Yeah. Mm, okay. Why did um, does anybody want to tell me why they chose that word over other words? Like you know, uh, uh, who uh, Queen uh, Queen B? You said love, and so yeah. the other people took other words that were not love. Any reason for that? Well, for me, I would say just because love is kind of the thing that ties everything together as far as motherhood. Just because out of everything you do for your child or children, it's all out of love for them. So that's why I would choose that word. Okay. And um, for for protection, for me, I feel like when you bring a, ch- a child or children into the world, like they're gonna lean on you forever. I mean, until they get eighteen, and then once in they're eighteen, you're still gonna have to protect them in one way or the other. That this is T to the E. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with Jimmy, what's that? Yeah, with sacrifices, I think with children, you always make sacrifices, and you don't mind making sacrifices, at regardless of what age, you know, and just doing, you know, just doing with works for you and your child hmm okay so it's not that one is over the other but it's just I guess I think all three of them you can kind of ball all three of them together we just probably picked one that like you said just off the top of your head but really all three of them and I'm sure there's many more terms that can come to mind because mm-hmm. girl kids woo, child. I just thought about some I mean I, I got another question I'm gonna ask but it just came to me when you think about um, as the world that we live in right now, is there something that specifically grieves you as a mother? With the client, grieve, grieve, but that might grieve you as a mother. That's a concern. I think, and I'm just going to kind of be vague, um, just kind of how the world is today. I think that kids now or that are growing up it's hard for them to be who they are because there's so much going on and they are allowing you know those weird things going on in the world to make who they are and I think a lot of like we kind of talked about it last night I don't think that they're finding who themselves are they're just kind of basically like following the trends that's you know in that sense Mm -hmm. and it's kind of sad because then they become an adult and then they really never know who they are Mm -hmm. And the parents, I just, well, I, I want to interject. Anybody else want to add? Hello. Oh. Yeah, we're trying to be great over here, girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> Me too. I'm gonna try to keep. I'm gonna try to sit pretty and not give up here. Uh, thank you guys for listening in. This is part two. Um, I still have my lovely guest sitting pretty podcast uh, trying to work through these complications. We were talking about motherhood. I'm going to restart the question and try to not lose the vibe. Okay, so um, I was saying that we were talking about um, being at the world that we're in. Is there anything that um, grieves you? And you were saying, yeah, you know, people not uh, with the. We were talking about the resuming kind of the thing we were talking about last night mm-hmm. with the well, weird yeah, stuff. And the only reason it makes me grieve is like I was saying, I just feel like because then the kid is never really given a chance to know their full identity, and then they grow up to be an adults, and then 
you know, you, you can't really fix. I mean, you can fix an adult, but with kid problems, but you know, they got to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. For that. They do. Anybody else want to add on to that? I did. Mine would be more like protection with me. I've been like a young lady. So I'm all, you know, when she's leaving the house at night or, and you know, just being really protective because there's so many different kind of things out there that can affect her. I think about car accidents, weirdos, and then she's on the college campuses. Those are the things I pray for a lot because I can't, I can't sit there and hover over her every day and every night, but I can keep praying for her. Those are the things that bother me is just the, the craziness and, you know, out there in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I see. Absolutely. Playing big kids are so little. What you grease? I guess for me, my main concern is just them growing up in this day and age. You know, uh, there's just so much going on, and there's so much that kids have access to that we didn't have access to, you know, as children. So for me, it'll be <clears throat> just hoping that they always choose the right paths. Absolutely. And before, and not to leave out the people who are not mothers like myself, but if y'all want to, who wants to um, give a shout out or name something about their mother that they're really, really thankful for? Um, I'm going to let Queen B go first. Well, I can go first. Um, let me think. She probably won't listen to the podcast, but <laughs> um, just that she instilled like really good values in us. And at the point where when we were younger, it was like, oh, you're so mean. Oh, you don't let us do this. You don't. And then once that light bulb goes off, you're like, and you look at how some of the people that you grew up with, things that may have happened in their, you know, household, how it affected them or mm -hmm. it stunted their growth some kind of way. Just her being just this, what she instilled in us, like, it's just awesome. It's so crazy when you look back at it, you're like, she really, really did a good job. I mean, maybe in some areas you may be like, oh, well, you know, you didn't do good here. But you can, I think anybody, you should be able to look and find something, something to say good about your parent. Yeah. So that's it mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. This is in the K. And Kimmy over here is my mom. I guess one thing, I feel one thing that I can applaud her on is that she, I feel like she's created a healthy balance between me and her being like mother and daughter and being like friends at the same, not necessarily friends, mm -hmm. but having that good bond at the same time mm -hmm. sometimes, like, she's able to make me laugh so easily and get me out of funk just like I guess you can say her just just knowing me and me knowing her and knowing I don't know I, I just feel like I don't know she's great I don't know how to put it into like Aww. words exactly but just everything about her and just how she uh, the advice that she gives most of the time she knows the way stuff. she's spoiled that she ain't talking about that no. <laughs> <laughs> the advice that she gives sometimes she's able to tell me things about people before I'm able to come to the conclusion myself. Just to get, mm -hmm. be, in my, be in my second set of eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I have two of them. One of them is definitely um, not realizing, like, the stuff that people, like, that my mom was, like, really strict about. Like, I wasn't allowed to go, like, spend the night at people's houses and, like, stuff that other kids would do in the back. At that time, I was like, dang, you know, I can't do nothing. I can't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. But it like makes you realize that they were just trying to make sure you because there was so much there's so much out there and so much you can be exposed to. So I think it's just was limiting exposures. I don't know. Um and wait, I had a second one. I think it's slipped my mind. Oh, definitely the responsibility factor. Like we weren't able to just um do whatever we want, you know, especially coming home from school. Like we had chores, we had stuff that had to be done. Mm -hmm. So um 
definitely I would say um, the responsibility factor too. Yeah, that definitely that hindsight is real because you be feeling like you're the lamest, lamest one around the way, and then yeah. was saving your life. Mm-hmm. Good, not thankful. Amen. Yes, in your head and stuff. So this <laughs> this is Kimmy. Kimmy and T to the E had the same mom. So Tracy, um, T to the E went one direction, but another direction where she inspired me. She's strong, and if she wanted to do something, build it, paint it, draw it, sew it, she was gonna do it. And she did it and it's very creative and she did it well. So those are the things. Yeah, she did it really well. So those are the things I think of as, you know, from I've taken from her from you know, from childhood and things like that. And she's still to this day same way. So build a mansion, girl. Come on. I'll wait. And it'd be precise too. But you know what's so funny? Because now this is T T E. Now we see ourselves, we see her in us. You know what I mean? Like down the line. Just like with the podcast and stuff, like just everything having to be so, you know, not perfect, but like appealing to the eye. Making sure that, yeah, exactly. Y'all, y'all listeners ain't seen it yet, but yeah, they take care and they really uh, put they put an effort into it. Their whole their whole setup. I can see it. Mm-hmm. We try to do a little something. something. They do. <laughs> so, um. If anybody, if you guys are done with that, I want to kind of switch some gears okay. and um, um, let we want to let everybody know that you guys are from Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. Yeah. from the desert, at the desert. And so we kind of kind of talked a little bit about uh, I made a joke about it. I was like, you know, how do you guys feel about the swirl? Um, this past week, um, Donald Glover uh, dropped his uh, very, very highly artistic, but very um, uh, strong message um, called This is America. He dropped that mm-hmm. video and it had so much symbolism and made so many statements in that little four and a half minutes. And it was, uh, I mean, I don't, I still don't know all that I, um, that I should could get from it but it was enough for me so far but anyway you know you go on your online and people are posting their commentary and all of that but then it took a left turn and now the conversation is not about what he's saying in the video but how can this man be so pro-black when he got a white uh his uh white like uh woman in his life or something like the mother of his child is white and so um Anybody want to give their input or their feelings about either the Donald thing? Hello. 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 We're connected. We're connected. Yes, we are. We're trying to be great, girl. Good. I'm, 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 I am great. But the rest of this, I don't know. But I'm so <laughs> grateful for y'all hanging with us, sister. Um, I'm not sure how much y'all um, heard before we were disconnected. Um, but I was talking about... Um, Donald Glover um, hitting, um, dropping that new This Is America video, um, very strong artistic presentation and how the conversation went from discussing what he was trying to get across in that uh, video. And then it drifted over to him having relations with white women and people were calling to the field whether or not, how can you be, you cannot be pro-black and still date outside your race. Well, y'all know how where I come from with it, but um, how do you guys feel about it? Because my opinion of what I see when I visited Phoenix, and y'all are black women living in Phoenix, so spill y'all like 
y'all could tell me how y'all feel about black men doing it and also about how you see it going down in Phoenix as well. Uh, okay. So first to touch on um this is T to the E, the Donald Glover. I don't I think that one doesn't have anything to do with the other. I mean, uh-huh. if he if that's who he loved, that's who his, he loves. But his message in the video is basically, uh, from my perspective, was to show how America is showing you one thing, and we we're intrigued by that, and we're not making ourselves knowledgeable about what's really happening in America. Uh-huh. And that's what I took from it. And then I don't think him having a white woman has anything to do with him being woke. Absolutely. Now, if he came out and said, you know, something to the fact that made me feel that way, then I would say that. But I, just because he has a white woman, I still think that message was strong, and I think he stands by his message. Yeah, I think um, I'm wondering, like, like just because he with a white woman, do that mean he stopped being treated like a black man? <laughs> you know, that's what I mean. Exactly. Like, if nothing else, he probably experiences it at a different level when he's out with her mm-hmm. yeah and another reason before i let mckay speak on it i have <laughs> i have three sons and like you mentioned about you know being in phoenix and you do see a lot of interracial dating but what the difference is is when they're actually your children and you know who your children are and you know that they know who they are it really it, it, it doesn't bother me at all really uh. now when you hate yourself and you hate your race and you show that you hate your race and that you truly prefer one race over the other, then, you know, maybe you can have a problem with it. But, I mean, I think I've changed a lot, in, you know, with time. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first off, I think, I want to know who even proposed that question. Like, is he really pro-black? I think if it's he, social media. Yeah, because I feel like that that wasn't, that's not the issue. The issue at hand is what the video why are we diverting from that? That's what we need to address. Unfortunately, so, it's a lot of my a lot of people, my woke conscious friends back home and stuff. They when I say they're hardcore to the point where they have blinders on and they are really, really dogmatic in their thinking. Where it's like, how the hell can you be pro-black? Because their thing is their argument that they put out is is that integration has not and will never benefit black people. That is their thing because it's tied to the economics of the situation. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just want to let you know, like, it's, yeah, they're really, really strong with it. Uh, remember LeVar Ball and the Ball Sons and stuff, people going off on them. Uh, instead of, I know people had their opinion about him with, um, uh, you know, them having their own um, companies and stuff and, and not being sold to them, the, the white agents, et cetera. Then the conversation shifted because the mother of his children, his wife, is a white woman. And they were like, how could you... He can't be that down with the cause because of that fact, and I was like, but then they, the, but the pro black people that that I know personally, they're like, when everything hit the fan, and if something were to happen to him, all that money goes to a white woman who's tied That's to a white family. Though. That's right, and girl. They can't stand there, and they're like, and at the end of the day, the economics of black people are not um, improved. That is their whole sure? argument. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let Nikkei finish. But I'm sorry. So who there you go. There you go. All right. Then speaking on living in Arizona and there being a lot of uh, interracial dating going on, I don't know. I feel like I've gotten kind of used to it, to be honest with you. But at the same time, it's still kind of like, not necessarily, I can't even say hurtful, but it's just like, it's different to me because it's just like, I don't know, when you 
uh, when you it's just different coming from a city where you don't see like black love like uh. real natural black love versus when you go maybe somewhere in the south and stuff like that like personally like you in phoenix will it just depends on where you are in phoenix but like you get like how can i say this like genuine black like how can i how can i specifically say this like it's just not the same it's not uh. the same so that i would appreciate like some of the black some of my black fellow counterparts like that are men to maybe like just go about like the whole dating situation in a different way because to me like for my generation it's kind of like they just prefer they never even look our way they just completely Ooh. look that way and that's it like they don't even take us into consideration you know what i'm saying Ooh. that's the that yeah that's, that's way the, as a preference yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that's where i stand with that it's it's still kind of different yeah that's what people do like they love who they want to be with but at the same time it's just like it's something to kind of get used to still mm-hmm it ain't just your generation. I feel like that out here in LA too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much our, our take on it. Wow. I'm a, I'm gonna drop a bomb question on you. Have you or would you consider dating outside your race? Um, let me answer that. <laughs> All right, who that who that? It's Kimmy. So All right. me, preferably not i prefer black men i love black men but if john cena came around then just gotta make change a little bit listen <laughs> options open i'm not gonna sit up here in a cold bed for the rest of my life just because i yeah because the black man ain't get his mind his act together that's just yeah, that's they, they out there living a best life i made a post back around in february i made a series of posts around valentine's day and this one got me so it got a it got just as much hell as much as likes when I made the post. Uh, be um, and I wrote the I wrote had on my little dress and I said something like, "Men are out here, black men particularly are out here living their best life." So when a man is saying like you know um, he's he doesn't want to see you as the commitment type or something like that, it's, it means it's not you. Case in point, uh, what's his name? Idris Elba said he would never marry again, but he's turning around and marrying. Uh, I think it's a sister, but the point is, is that people marry. They marry. They will marry and be with who they want. Hello, ladies. Hello. All right, all right. And so we're going to declare this to be the final segment of our time together here on Ask a Black Woman. So I have one more question as the outro. And um, I hope you guys have maybe seen this um, story that just circulated a couple of days ago. Um, But did you guys hear about this couple was barbecuing at a public park called, um, is it Lake? Uh, It was a lake park or something like that, but it was in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And they was out there minding their own BI, just grilling a little some some, doing what they do. And then uh, a white lady called the cops on them and said that they, uh, charcoal is not used in that part of the park. Did y'all hear about that there? 
I, you know what I read a little bit about last night, but I didn't dig into it. I did not dig into it. You know what? It don't get no bigger than that. I don't. It wasn't no. Um, the Oakland police thankfully responded. You know, because if when people are doing basic normal, black people are doing basic normal activity, and cops show up on the scene, it could get stupid. And so, but it didn't. They just was like, "What the hell?" And, and they went on. Um, but yeah, so they were barbecuing while black um, in the public park. And then Black Oakland heard about it, girl, and gave the best response. Did anybody hear about the response? No, but what is it? Child, honey, boo-boo child. I loved it. I would have been right there with them. Black <laughs> Oakland got together because they got little clips of this video. And they they did the biggest dumb barbecue in that entire park, girl. And then <laughs> Girl, they you see them literally doing the um the bus stop, the electric slide system, um Frankie, Frankie Beverly. They literally had a city like whatever little town neighborhood they got together, and you see them doing electric slide before I let go. And then they turned around, was playing some throwback poison by BBD. I was all hearts for that. Girl, they was doing petty. That was a good pet, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, I live for that. <laughs> okay, the petty picnic. I would, I would count in. Petty picnic, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what had happened. So it makes me think of done the unfortunate incident of living while black what happened uh, with the two black men um, at the Starbucks in Philly. Uh, any situations that. Um, uh, you guys may have encountered um, similar to that. Anything like that happened in Phoenix with you guys? Mm, no, no, nothing. I I can really think offhand. We've been lucky. We've been pretty pretty lucky. I right? mean, even <sighs> yeah, we're females, but I mean, I'm just trying to think of like my sons, and I don't think that they've ever really run into it. Only thing I can kind of think of it was like years ago. It was many many years ago. Actually, my son was younger. And it was me, and then at the time, it was my boyfriend. We were coming down the street, and we got pulled over, and they made us, like, get out of the car. The son, They let my son sit in the car, but they made mm. us do that. You know, you back up to the sound of my voice, you know, whatever, whatever. And we wondering, like, we're coming from, I think, the store or something. And they were like, oh, we had um, some call in about some black man that – we're like, we with our kid and we're coming from the store. So, I mean, it didn't e- escalate, mm-hmm. but it was just the fact of just because he was a black man and he may not, he may uh, have on a black shirt and they were looking for a blue shirt, but you know what they were looking for, that black skin. So that's the only thing that I can think of for myself. All right. Well, amen to that, thankfully. Because my perception of Phoenix to me is very vanilla and I don't, I don't feel a soul. So that's why I niche on to y'all real quick. Cause I'm like, oh my goodness, that's more it's down home folk. Besides my homie out there. <laughs> to know. That's good to know. Well, um, I I I I have another question, but I'm afraid because I don't wanna I definitely don't want this to cut off. Y'all think y'all you wanna try and go for this last question that I have for y'all? Yeah, yeah you can go ahead and go for it. Okay. Amen. We're gonna pray on this because this is a thick one. Here it go. Have y'all heard the latest and greatest about R. Kelly? The new hashtag that's going on called <laughs> Mute R. Kelly. Y'all, y'all hip to that yet? 
I heard a little bit about what you said. Mutes, R. Kelly. Mute, like you know how my phone been going. I've been going mute on us trying to do the Mark podcast. <laughs> yeah, the actual mute R. Kelly hashtag is going around, and um, it's basically interesting enough. Pete, they are really shutting him down in uh, when he's going to perform. So even in my hometown, I think it was U of I, which is a big city school, um, he was supposed to perform there, and they prote- protested and then canceled his concert there. And then um, I think it was in North Carolina. They they in 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 the momentum of this whole thing, like really really getting ground from you, R. Kelly. They, he was still allowed to perform, but he was told not to uh, not to do any of his overtly sexual songs, which is what he's really known for. Okay, mm-hmm. so he continues to perform, and he even took a girl's cell phone and like put it between his legs or some crazy like that, and he performed wow. his aggressive his aggressive sexual songs. And girl, they took him off. They shut the concert down early or some crazy like that, and so. Um, it's an interesting combo that's going in my timeline with the people that I know that are Chicago natives as well. And one of my good closest friends, he said, y'all are the biggest hypocrites about the R. Kelly's thing. Uh, you just wait till I make my post. And so uh, I'm actually, um, as much as I appreciate, you know, especially when I actually listen to his music back in the day, um, there are some things that I know as a native that supports the fact that you know um, his his behavior, you know, and I believe that he might be guilty of what he's doing and all that kind of thing. Like I don't speak on Bill Cos because I don't know about him like that. Um, I don't I don't go into that. But but when it comes to R, I feel differently, and so I I haven't been a part of his support and all that. But the latest thing to add to all of that, the reason why people were really really um, starting to snatch him off the billing for concerts and stuff is because Spotify removed all his playlists. That yeah, was that was huge, 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 huge. Oh, wow. And so that's a little background in case you guys are already familiar with a lot of it. So just wanted to ask a black woman, how do you feel about the new thing towards Mute R. Kelly, especially since his his these allegations are over a decade old at least and so now why why do you think this now of a sudden it's a thing anybody want to take that i don't know why it's a thing but i feel like um they should do it to anyone who has those allegations absolutely it should be fair it should be fair across the board don't just pick him mm-hmm. he ain't gonna take you out because she don't go out hello 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 lady this is officially the wrap up take here. This is it's bittersweet, but it was it's still been a joy nonetheless. And so um, um as we outro this thing, I just wanna literally let it be recorded, share my gratitude uh for you guys coming on board on my side over here, Ask a Black Woman. And um this is a this is a, a partnering thing, a team effort thing, and just whenever you guys have something that needs, um, you know, you're trying to promote something, you just hit it over to a sister. That's what I'm all about with y'all. And uh, don't want to take up too much time, so I just want to go around. If you want to go around the table and maybe do uh, a briefing um, about something as an individual that you got going on and give you um, your media handle, et cetera. And then as an overall, you can say, catch the next thing that's sitting pretty podcast has got going on as well. And the handle for that. Okay. I'll go first. Um, 
and vice versa to what you said as well. Anything that you have, you can shoot over to us because we love to cross promote. Like I told you, that's what our platform is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I'm very boring, so I will not get out give out my Instagram handle. <laughs> Y'all will be bored with that. Oh. Other than sitting pretty, we have also something that we created within our family in Phoenix, Arizona, which is called Fam ENT, and basically that is a platform to allow anyone in our family that has talents or any kind of skills where we actually promote them. I mean, sometimes it's financially, sometimes it's just that we're there promoting them. And the handle for that is going to be on Facebook. It is family first um, ENT. And then on Instagram, it is fam ENT number four. And then, oh, sorry about that. For um, Instagram, it's going to be family first 2018 and then the same also on facebook um like i said personally i pretty much i'm I'm a boring person i put all my um all my extra time into sitting pretty intent into um family first and then wait sitting pretty you can find us at, at sitting pretty podcast on instagram and then sitting pretty podcast on facebook and the same at on twitter as well all right, y'all hear it, and you guys are gonna see it in my um, um, in my um, caption underneath this as well. Anybody else, ladies? Yes, this is Kimmy. I actually like on my in my spare time doing photography. You seen you saw me last night um working on pictures and exactly. Pictures, things like that. So that's something I'm working on and actually enjoying, and I love to craft. So I do yeah, a lot of a, a Instagram for that too. Yeah, but I haven't put my pictures on there yet, so oh, so yeah. that'll be coming shortly. But then I like doing a lot of crafting and stuff like that. But other than that. For family first, sitting pretty, I do the the photography and I do the crafting things. And so, same. So, when y'all first. see the pictures that she took of me, wait till y'all see some of them. That's been yeah. Yeah. me there. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Personal life is boring, but the rest of it, we, we do a look. We use um sitting pretty and family first to show. All right. That's Here's McKay. Hey. Oh, yeah. This is McKay. So. I'm the littest of them all. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Man, but no. um, My Instagram, you can find me at Navarra Nike, N-A-V-A-R-R-A-H, Nike. I think my name is pretty interesting. Let's just, yeah, follow me because, yeah, my Instagram is, yeah, it's lit. Yeah, the more followers, the more lit you get. There you go. Um, (laughs) She graduated. (laughs) She graduated college next year. Yes, I will be graduating next year. Oh, awesome. wow. Wait, uh, make, let's make that a plug. And you're graduating in what? what what's the um, degree for? I'm business with an emphasis in sports and media studies. That's pretty doggone huge. Hey, let's pick yeah. up that right now. Love it. <laughs> let's have a graduation party tomorrow. Come through. Yes. And I'm just excited to see what we have coming for Sitting Pretty and Family First. Just be on the lookout for everything that we have going on. We'll have we'll be having a basketball game this June for Family First. Is that yeah, right? a charity basketball game. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, yeah, second annual, yeah. annual charity annual. basketball game. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to for the rest of 2018 and the year, more years to come. What's so? Somebody say she just be slowly coming on in there. Come on, honey. <laughs> I, I love the vision of you just perched, like laid across the couch. That's your whole vibe. Go ahead. <laughs> that is my whole life too. Like that's 
that's probably how you I go to bed very early, so we don't have nothing going on. So anyhow, this is Queen B. Um my social media, um, Instagram, yeah. I don't get on it enough, so I don't even know my name. So just try to see if you can find, see me in some pictures on <laughs> at Sitting Pretty Podcast. Um as far as what to look forward to, being optimistic about the future. Family, love, faith. That's what's going on. I'm not sure what Nicole about it. I, there's nothing boring about y'all at all to me. And you guys are like, if nothing else, I can see the amount of effort it takes to put you guys stuff together. And that's no small walk on the part, especially since y'all managing motherhood. And you're Navarra's man, managing about the. Uh, her college degree she about the cop in the show wow and so yo that's nothing important about that man yeah you want uh you got two sons that you got going on too so that's that's huge y'all and so um yeah so but this is it this is the signing off i'm sending y'all yes. some virtual hugs um you guys and um these are people that did you hear me hit us up when you come to Phoenix? You know I am. You know I am. You want you want us to sign out real quick? Because you know, you know how it's doing us tonight. <laughs> so we're going to own our exit. Amen. And so this concludes another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Peace, love, and hugs. See you again. See ya. See ya. Good Peace. night. Peace. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Appreciate it.